Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ecom Ops podcast. Today I'm talking to Matt um, from a, 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 a completely other topic. It's not e-commerce operations uh, at, at one end, maybe at the other end. Uh, but uh, Matt is from Inspire Digital Group and they generated over 214 million uh, Facebook ads revenue from seven clients in, with uh, 31 million in ad spend in 12 months. This is awesome. Welcome, Matt. Hello to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, thank you for having you. Uh, Matt, uh, tell us a bit about yourself. I mean, there's one thing uh, that I want to mention in the background. You also have football supplements uh, as, as a logo. So for those people who watch this podcast on YouTube, um, you, you might see that logo. So we are talking also about that a bit. But let's talk about yourself. Tell us a bit about yourself. How did you come into e-commerce and marketing space? Okay, so I've been in business for the last 15 years. I've had 26 businesses in that um, time frame. Jesus. And, yeah. Um, I was a bit neurotic, I guess. Um, oh, yeah. The addicted entrepreneur, let's say. I don't think it was healthy. But nonetheless, um, I got to a stage where I had a lot of brands that I was doing by a different distribution model going to mass retailers. Until one of the major retailers overnight went bust, a billion-dollar retailer, and I lost you know, five, six million dollars overnight. So I thought that, you know, I was too vulnerable in having that as the early distribution outlet for major retailers. And at that point, I had to look for another avenue to secure all my brand's future. And that was to go direct to consumer. So I wouldn't have to worry about you know, that happening to me again. So that's where I guess the well, my journey actually started in terms of the direct to consumer model and, and online advertising. That was, I don't know, probably like seven or eight years ago now. And from then we have looked back. Okay, cool. Um, and, and how about uh, the Inspire Brand Group? Uh, I mean, wh what are you doing there? What's what's your main business there? Yeah, look, Inspire Brands Group really was formed organically, right? So as I mentioned, I had that transition where I had to take all the brands online and we had to start getting some amazing results, you know, growing businesses from zero to 10 million within 12 months, a couple of times. And really within entrepreneurial landscape, I guess the network, people started seeing what we're doing and asking how we're doing it. And... I, and that, although I explained it to them, everyone wants a fast-tracked option. So they started asking me, can you do it for us? And my internal team had a bit of extra resources and time and were able to leverage that by helping some friends on the side. And then we got similar results for them by implementing our econ Pentagon system, which we developed. And that's how the agency was really born. And from that day, it's just been really referrals. We don't work with many clients. We're not like a sausage factory. We work with clients that are predominantly friends or people that I know and we just get referred to. Our latest success would have been taking um, brand Audi, David Fogarty, from $4 million to over $220 million in revenue a year. Awesome. That was that was a really success. We work with, yeah, two nine-figure brands at the moment, which is, you know, the, our biggest clients. And then we work with aspiring other brands that are looking to get to those heights, I guess. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That sounds really very interesting. And in your opinion, Matt, um, what should every e-commerce business need to know about marketing campaigns? Yeah, look, the landscape now is harder than ever. So I think yeah. what they have to educate themselves is their creative strategy. Creative strategy is everything. So for example, like football stoppers at the moment, I'll give you an idea as to how we're approaching Facebook ads because Facebook's stripping out interest targeting. So we have to allow our messaging to do the interest targeting essentially from a top level perspective. So we look at football stoppers as the brand. We have three avatars. We have the recreational player on Sunday. That was, that's just like what's performed better. We have the academy player. We have the people that are state professional professions. So they're kind of three or four bucks we look at. So when we're creating messaging towards these three avatars, we also have to think about 
what awareness stage are they in terms of their product awareness? You know, are they aware, most aware that she's in the product or not? So it's about four different stages there. So we have to create messaging based on every avatar, every stage of awareness that they are in terms of the product. So now, you know, creative wise, that leads us to create probably a hundred different variations of ad copy every week, trying to understand the messaging, what's resonating, what stages of, of awareness to what type of, to what avatar. So I think anyone today that's actually going down the Facebook path has to be that granular in terms of their messaging to try and work out what's going to work, which avatar, what stage of the funnel and what stage of awareness. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Uh, sounds sounds costly <laughs> yeah. uh, because you need to do a lot of ad spend. Now, let's say you, you, you're a small company starting on Facebook ads. W what is the bare minimum that you should invest into, into ads uh, uh, when you roll out a campaign so that it is really, or that, that it can become successful? Yeah, so if, if I was going to do anything today and I didn't have a big budget, I'd focus on one avatar and one channel, right? And then one stage of awareness. And just focus on nailing that first. And you could probably get away with $100 a day if you were really to hyper-focus down on that, on that level. Yeah. And, and now you see a lot, a lot of people that say, oh, I, I can just invest 500 bucks a month for, 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 for ad spend. Is this even enough to, to run a campaign? What's that a day? 20 bucks a day. Probably not. 20 bucks a day. It's not, right? No, no, no. Yeah, um, I, I also believe that, yeah. At that stage, you probably do a different strategy or different technique. And I'd be looking at where I can acquire online real estate via sweat equity, meaning that where can I go to, you know, TikTok might be the best platform at the moment as a founder or as an owner of a company. How can, I go, how can I go create organic content to drive the sales to then allow me to, to amplify for ad spend? That's yeah. a better strategy. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. I have the same opinion here so that... Uh, I, th I think as well, 100 bucks a day is, is the bare minimum to, to really uh, uh, try out uh, the, the media buying um, on social media. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm very interested about um, uh, your thoughts on that. So uh, from your experience, the, the, the last two years, um, did the trends in paid advertisement change? Well, it's got a lot more expensive. Attribution has gone a lot harder. So... You know, I think what we found is that because we launched a couple of new brands in-house as well, just the testing phase has became prolonged, essentially. You know, we probably worked things out in a month now because of all the additional headaches. You know, it's probably taking us two to three months to work out what's working and what's not. Mm -hmm. So that, that process has been the biggest change. I think anyone who has the persistence to consistently try and crack an offer or, um, or crack a brand, that they'll still make it. It's just... I guess the time frame now has been widened. Where before, back in the day, you know, anyone had half an idea around Facebook advertising, they could grow a brand. But today, it's definitely not the case. Yeah, got it. There are <clears throat> there are different channels for 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 advertising, of course. Uh, uh, starting with Google Ads, Google Shopping, uh, Microsoft Ads, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Um, um, you, you mentioned also TikTok, of course. Um, what is the the most let's say, uh, or the best mix for e-commerce? Look, it's all the best product. So I hate to generalize, but, you know, between Google and Facebook, Instagram is probably your best bet if you're limited of budget and you're starting out. I'd be focused on cracking those two because, you know, Google, the amount of intent that's there, this will give you a very good indication of where your product or brand is at. You know, someone's obviously searching and there's intent for that product. Why isn't it converting? Because then you have a fundamental problem at the brand or offer level 
Um, so that's why obviously Google's always great to start use at the start to validate, I guess, your offer. And then Facebook and Instagram is great for scale. Yeah. And uh, now that, uh, um, let's say an e-commerce brand also can success with, uh, can have success with marketplaces. What do you think about putting your products in marketplaces? How would you do that? And, and which marketplaces would you prefer? Yeah, this is also a game of resources. So depending on how many resources you have and what you can allocate to which marketplace, they all would make sense to some degree. You know, Amazon being Amazon, people obviously go there for the serviceability of Amazon products. So that's probably the best place to start. Um, and then you can expand onto eBay, et cetera. But once again, it all depends on the amount of resources you have and how much time you want to put into it. I think energy is better spent elsewhere in, in acquiring the customers and creating customer loyalty because I think most people just think about the first sale, but we like to think about our second sale more importantly because that's what's going to give us the compounded effect over the next five, 10 years of the brand. You know, not so much the first sales. So yeah, we, we provide for more emphasis on how we can focus on the reorder rate or the, the second order of the customer rather than just the first order. Yeah, so the, the, the customer acquisition costs will not be covered with the first order. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a long tail game for us. You know, we're looking at how we get build a brand over five, 10 years, not once three years. So for us, that customer loyalty is, is super important and, and always optimizing the product and product development um, and also the experience is where it's at for us. Yeah. What, what is critical for uh, a sex, uh, so successfully brand uh, of a new product? What, what do, you, do you need to build such a brand? I think community, community is the most important thing, I believe it. Yeah. One at a time, yeah. Uh, we're investing a lot in, in, in building the community. I think, you know, representativity is, is very is very prominent today. And the more you invest in being able to give value, give values to your customers, then they'll reward that back by staying with you and purchasing from you. Mm. Finding an angle or finding an industry where you're able to add, you know, above and beyond values to the customer is is critical. And and how can you build this community? I mean, I heard that very often in the podcast. This is a common question that we ask a lot of e-commerce owners. Everyone has a bit of a different story, but what, how do you how do you build a community? Through reciprocity, really. Um, it's trying to find just a way to bring value to the customer over and above your product or service. You know, you might be doing this for your podcast at Football Subs. We're doing this through educating them on nutrition and giving them a lot of education around how they can optimize performance for nutrition. And then we hope that at the end, they put potentially buy our supplements as the cherry on top. Mm. Um, skincare, we have a skincare brand, same thing. We're giving them skincare tips, how to, you know, nourish the skin via non-procedural patterns um, without devices, without topical creams. There's other ways to obviously, you know, make your skin look more youthful and vibrant and younger. So we're trying to educate them on those paths in the hope that, you know, then the, once again, the cherry on top will be they purchase the products. Yeah, got it, got it. Uh, you mentioned it already, the football subs. Tell us a bit more about that. What is that, um, how you run it, and, and, and yeah, what's all about? Yeah, football subs. So we started this about, we launched about two months ago. Essentially, it's, it's a company that's mission is to improve the player's performance through nutrition and supplementation. We specialize in creating performance solutions just for football players. I guess, you know, there's, there's definitely always a value in saying to hyper-focusing and niching down on a certain product mix. And that's what we've done. And yeah, we work with some of the biggest clubs in the world um, at the moment, Atletico Madrid, some big players like Ivan Arkatic. 
And we're trying to filter the message down of how important nutrition is and supplementation from the top down to, to the youth of today because they don't have access to you know nutritionists at their clubs or someone educating them on what to do and when to do it. So we hope that we could be that authority figure for the people that can't afford to use nutritionists or not at the top level yet and aspiring to get to the top level. Mm -hmm. And you're selling it online? Yeah. In the store? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, what is your preferred e-commerce system for that? Shopify. Shopify. Okay, why? Look, it's probably <laughs> usability. Yeah. Uh, in fact, the team's used it for so long and we build systems and procedures around Shopify. We hide teams that have been educated in, on Shopify and now it's extremely hard to leave. It was all our SAPs, all, all our staff are so familiar with the platform um, that, yeah, now for us to leave would have to be a huge reason as to why. Yeah, well, um, Shopify is very common and, and, and a lot of people mention it as the preferred uh, e-commerce system. So there might be a reason that it is the preferred e-commerce system. Uh, usability is something that I hear very often. Stability, um, uh, how, is, is this important for you to be fast and stable uh, in e-commerce? In, in e yeah, you know what, this is probably something that's been overlooked and we take for granted. Because yeah. now when you mentioned, I did remember back in the day we used to be on WooCommerce or Magento, and they always used to crash. They always used to be fuck-ups, you know? Like, and we moved to Shopify, that hasn't been the case. So you're definitely right, but that's probably a blind spot at the moment because we just haven't experienced it for so long. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, the self-hosted systems, it's always a pain in the ass if you don't have the team behind to really maintain that. Yeah, no, um, That's the risk, yeah, that's the risk. What, what is a common mistake that e-commerce businesses make? Common mistake? I think they go, they go too wide too early. Yeah. In terms of everything, you know, from, from your products to your marketing channels, um, to also your area of focus. I think, you know, knowing down your focus is, is always exponential returns on that. And it's easy to today, you know, go about online, listen to podcasts and have information paralysis. And then saturate your mind with all these different things that you need to do. And then you start doing everything at a subpar level, which then ultimately I think doesn't reap the rewards as it should. So I think knowing down the focus on all parts of your business from developing one amazing product to finding one customer to doing one channel at the start, I think this is the most valuable thing you could do. Okay. Got it. Yeah. That's, that's a good aspect. Um, Based on, uh, on your experience, what role does automation play in marketing and business operations and business growth? Yeah, well, a huge part for us. I think even from everything from the accounting procedural aspect right through to outreach and influences, it's just allowed us, allowed us to leverage you know, the lower end side of mundane tasks to leverage the person that we have employed in a role to utilize more set of their skill set not to be wasted on Monday tasks. So I think mm -hmm. most information has allowed us to get them the maximum potential out of all the people that work within our organizations rather than, than yeah, minimize it. Yeah. Got it. Um, who taught you the most about e-commerce, um, and inspired your entrepreneurship? Around e-commerce. I've had I met a lot of amazing mentors in the past. My first mentor in terms of Facebook was Jason Horning. Yeah. One, I don't know if you've heard of him. He's one of the I I think, world's best yeah, Facebook marketers and, and copywriters. And then we got 
a lot of expert opinions and like Nick Shackelford also coached our team internally for a long period of time. James Van Eldwick, um, founder of Geek Out. So they're probably the three most inspirational people in terms of e-commerce that have, that have helped us in our organization. Awesome. That's cool. Thank you so much. Matt, thanks for your time. It, it was really uh, amazing to, to, to hear about your marketing strategies a bit and how you do the e-commerce business. Um, uh, very, very interesting. Um, I, I'm still uh, a, a bit flashed about the number of companies you had in the past couple of years. So uh, congratulations on that. Uh, serial entrepreneur uh, is, is, is uh, I think, to less <laughs> to, to, to yeah. say that, yeah. So thank you so much and good luck with uh, Football Subs and, uh, and, and the marketing agency. That was great. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. And that's it for this episode of the Ecom Ops Podcast. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and interview more e-commerce operations experts, please search for Ecom Ops Podcast in your favorite podcast listening app and then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time.